The hottest real estate market in the world is crashing right now. Find out where it is, why it's happening, and why too much investor activity is to blame. I'm Brian Ellis. This is episode number 217. You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio, America's only podcast exclusively for affluent self-directed investors, where every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you receive innovative investment strategy and deadly accurate market analysis that's untainted by Wall Street and unblemished by government propaganda, all in seven minutes or less. Coming to you now from the SDI360.com studios, here's your host, Brian Ellis. Hello, SDI Nation. Welcome to the podcast of record for savvy, self-directed investors like you, where you learn how to identify, understand, and execute on exceptional real estate investment opportunities. Be sure to check out the links and other resources for today's show by visiting sdiradio.com slash 217. There's some really good stuff there today, folks. Now, certainly one of and arguably the hottest real estate market in the entire world in recent years is not San Francisco. It's not New York or anywhere in the United States. It's not even the constantly hot market that's the pride of the United Kingdom, none other than London, England. Instead, it's Vancouver, British Columbia. That's right. Our Canadian neighbors to the north have seen astounding appreciation in, in recent years. A recent survey indicates that a typical two-story Vancouver home has appreciated by nearly 24% in the past year alone, and detached bungalows have boomed by almost 26%. Condos have been the, the laggard, in a manner of speaking, having bolted upwards by only about 9.5% in the last year. But this isn't a trend of just the last 12 months. Actually, detached single-family houses in Vancouver have been appreciating at an average rate of 1.7% per month for nearly the last four years. And even that doesn't tell the whole story. Those same properties have bolted upwards by a total of about 350% since 2001, so this trend is 15 years strong at this point. It's astonishing, but my friends, looks like it's all over now. Boom, pow, kaput, all done. And very, very suddenly. If you're so inclined, you get to watch a real estate implosion happening right before your eyes. To understand why, you've got to understand where the boom came from to begin with. Vancouver has been absolutely flooded with foreign capital, particularly from China. Think about this. It's mind-blowing. Foreign investors have dropped over $1 billion of capital into Vancouver real estate just in late June and early July. That rate of foreign capital inflow has been nothing short of astonishing. I think the guys over at ZeroHedge.com put it best when they said that Vancouver real estate has essentially become the new normal anonymous Swiss bank account for wealthy Asian investors. Remember, there has been a wealth boom in China of staggering proportions, but many of those newly wealthy Chinese see the writing on the wall about the fundamental health, or, or lack thereof, of the Chinese economy, and they're willing to do basically anything at all to get their money out of their own country and into investments and into economies and markets that present the one thing that they cannot have at home, stability. Stability is so much their goal that they're willing to pour more money into real estate than the real estate's actually worth. I suggest you take a moment to check out episode number 203 of Self-Directed Investor Radio, where I tell you more about the, the unique and terrible challenges being faced by wealthy Chinese investors. They're really in a tough spot. You can find the link to that episode on today's show notes page at sdiradio.com slash 217. So, bottom line, you have foreign investors, predominantly Chinese, pouring literally billions upon billions of dollars into Vancouver real estate, driving up the prices to levels that not even the most optimistic predictions could have ever imagined. 
I've used the word astonishing several times in this show, and that's really the right word for what's happening there. It's, it's astonishing. A booming real estate market is a great thing, though, right? Everybody should be happy, right? Well, it's hard to imagine, but apparently the activity in Vancouver has gotten to a point where the market has become so expensive that it's causing a serious problem for the local residents. They simply can't afford to live there with prices moving as high as they have. In essence, there's been a genuine decoupling of the price of real estate in Vancouver from its real value. If real estate becomes so expensive that nobody can afford to live there, what do you have? You have a great city that'll become a ghost town. Make no mistake, these wealthy foreign investors aren't by and large relocating to Vancouver, no. In many cases, they really have made no efforts whatsoever even to monetize these properties in any way. Remember, the biggest goal of most of the biggest Chinese investors is simply to get their money out of China and its unstable and lawless political system and into a more stable environment. So monetization isn't at the top of their list. In many cases, arguably most, they don't even care whether they're paying a premium to retail pricing. But it appears there's a limit even to that as the Vancouver market has just hit a huge wall, resulting in termination of what appears to be thousands of real estate contracts by those foreign investors. What happened? Well, the government of British Columbia has instituted a new tax, a whopping 15% surcharge for real estate purchases made by foreign property buyers. Think about that. It's huge. What do you have in British Columbia right now is thousands of buyers who were scrambling to get their deals closed before this new tax took effect on August 1st, Monday of this week. A new record was set on Friday of last week for the largest number of real estate transactions performed in a single day in British Columbia. Just think about it like this. The average single-family house in Vancouver cost nearly $1.6 million Canadian dollars. Deals closed by Friday of last week would have paid about that. The same deal, closed any time beginning on August 1st or later, would cost a whopping 15% more, an average difference of $240,000. Yep, same deal, one done on Friday, one done on Monday, but there's a quarter million dollar difference. So what do you think happened? Well, it's happening as we speak. What's happening is that huge numbers of those deals that did not close by this past Friday, deals for which large deposits have already been paid by buyers who did not see this huge tax headed their way, well, big numbers of those deals are defaulting because buyers either can't or won't pay the additional tax. Additionally, word is that buyers uh, this week are being far more cautious in anticipation of the softening of the real estate market in Vancouver, and that seems totally rational to me. But what do you think, folks? It's really crazy, isn't it? This one has me kind of mentally mashed up because I'm really much of the belief that uh, the government should just leave markets alone and let things happen naturally. But on the other hand, this is a bit different. To me, this is the equivalent of actually protecting the citizens from what amounts to an economic attack, harm from outside forces. Aggressive foreign investment certainly isn't the same thing as being attacked by a foreign army, and I don't think that the foreign investors bore ill will for the citizens of Vancouver. Nothing like that. Nevertheless, those aggressive actions have certainly brought severe pain for many who live in and work in Vancouver. My gut-level reaction is to think that this may have been a basically wise move by their government, but I'm unconvinced that the way they did it is the best way to do it. What do you think about this? I'd really love to hear your thoughts about it. So stop by sdiradio.com slash 217 and give me your thoughts in the comments section. Seriously, folks, I'd love to hear from you about this one. My friends, thank you for joining me today. And remember, invest wisely today and live well forever. Thank you for listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio right now on iTunes, on Stitcher, and at sdiradio.com. Your feedback is always welcomed via email 
at feedback at sdiradio.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as legal or professional advice for your situation. Content is the property of the Self-Directed Investor Society. 